You put your all into delivering quality and value on time. And when your customer doesn't pay, it doesn't just hurt your feelings. It hurts your business. At MetCredit, we get it. We collect overdue receivables fast and treat your customers with respect. Go to MetCredit.com to get started. MetCredit, we get it. This is Overdue Advice, the podcast about how and why debt collection works for your business. Brought to you by MetCredit. Everybody pay up. Welcome to Overdue Advice. My name is Bryn Griffiths. With the new year well underway, many companies in many locations are looking to shake off the pandemic thing and starting to regroup and starting to surge forward. This means that they're aggressively looking for additional staff to help keep up with business and technology. Many people are out there looking for jobs where they're challenged each day, where they feel they can offer feedback where it's both heard and respected by upper management, a place where red tape is minimized. Plus, it's a place where you can get paid for your effort and celebrated for your successes. That's what so many of us are looking for these days. Once you find a place like that, you really enjoy it and you recognize that there's a great future ahead and it's a job worth hanging on to. Now, on the podcast today, we chat with Quinn Yule and Greg Hunka from MetCredit. Greg is the Human Resources and Quality Assurance Manager at MetCredit, and he hired Quinn, who is now a Collections Manager. They've both been with MedCredit for years. They both love it. They find it challenging and rewarding. So let's kick things off with Quinn. I got started with MedCredit when I was 20 years old and uh, I was working in retail and uh, felt like I was stuck in a cycle of minimum wage uh, and no benefits, that sort of thing. And I had a friend who worked in collections at a different agency who recommended that I look into working in collections. She thought I had the personality for it. And uh, I applied at MetCredit, and I'm pretty sure Greg, who we're talking to also, he hired me within 24 hours of applying, and I started the following Monday. Well, Greg, are you sorry you hired Quinn? (laughs) I did. Yeah, that's one of my uh, hires I'm very proud of, to say. So what about you, uh, Greg? How how did you get rolling with MetCredit? Uh, I had graduated from the business uh, business marketing program at Nate, and I'd gotten into some jobs uh, just shortly afterwards. One was in purchasing, and then a few in sales, and I wasn't really finding it to be anything I was passionate about. So I had actually had my resume posted online, and the vice president of NetCredit at the time had contacted me and asked if I'd be interested in coming in for an interview. Uh, and now I had experience in some of my courses at Nate that uh, touched on finance and credit law. And I thought it'd be interesting. I didn't think it would be something that I would uh, stick out um, for more than a month at the time, but I decided to give it a shot and come in for an interview. And I was hired right away, met Brian. And I just thought that this would be a temporary thing until I got into something more along the lines of marketing. But each day that I was in the business, it was fun. I was learning new things, and the people that I was working with were great to be around. Uh, it was like a family environment, and for me, that was what kept me going for the 21 years that I've been here. And Quinn, do you find the same thing with the people you're working yeah. with? It just sounds like everybody I've ever talked to there just talks about this family field. Is that is that really accurate? That's very accurate. Uh, that's how I felt with everybody. We have a lot of long-term staff that are here and we're all very, we're a tight knit group of people. 
uh, I felt welcomed from day one, um, particularly starting with Greg. Uh, he did a lot of my training and everybody on my team was so welcoming and uh, they were rock stars basically. And I was very intimidated by how well they were doing, um, but they took me under their wing. Everybody wanted to help me and uh, they taught me that I can make a real career here and do really well for myself if, uh, you know, I just follow their guidance and their training. And it was an amazing experience for me coming out of somewhere as cutthroat as retail. Greg, tell everybody what you do at Met Credit. Currently, I'm involved in overseeing quality assurance for the company, as well as oversight of human resources and recruiting. Uh, the majority of my time right now is is on the quality assurance side and making sure that I'm communicating with the managers and staff uh, about the consistency of the training, the policies, and our client expectations. And very challenging, I'm guessing. Very much so. Very much so. It's very, it's it's very much different from when I started in this area of the business. Uh, a lot of our clients are involved as well with uh, making sure that we're following their procedures and expectations. So I'm I'm reporting to a lot of our clients uh, all throughout the week and the month, and um, providing them copies of phone calls, uh, reviewing the reporting side with them as well and uh, sharing the findings with our management team. And during the time that you've been there, has there been a lot of change? And does that make it part of the fun? Is it every day is a bit of a new adventure? It's always changing. It's never the same. Uh, when I started out, uh, there was not near as much uh, involvement from the clients. Uh, now with a lot of the different clients that we have, uh, many of the clients may have policies and uh, strategies that might differ from one client to another. So we have to make sure that uh, we're consistent with what they're asking as well as what the company's asking. And Quinn, what about you? When when you got started here, did you have a really good idea of what you were getting yourself into? Um, I think I had a better understanding of what I was getting into than maybe some people because I did have a friend who worked in the industry, so she had told me quite a bit about what she did. Um, However, that agency was quite a bit more uh, aggressive than we are, and uh, the sales targets were, it, it was a little bit harder to make commission over there. I guess that's the best way that I can say it. So she didn't exactly have the best opinion of what she was doing, uh, and I don't think she fully understood that she could help people more than anything. So when I came to Met Credit, I thought, I was going to be getting people on the phone and saying pay or else. And it was going to be a relatively aggressive kind of a thing. Yeah. And it was the exact opposite of that. It was all about um, helping people find financial freedom and helping fix their credit scores and moving to moving on to a better future that we help them get to. So specifically, what, what do you do on a day-to-day basis? So I'm like, currently I'm a collection manager, so I'm, recruiting, I'm hiring, I'm training, and I am developing collectors into being, you know, the rock stars that inspired me when I started. And that's what I do all day. I'm just teaching people how to do the job and the theory of collections and the psychology and making sure that they are educated enough so that they can educate the people that they're reaching out to. So Quinn, when you're looking to recruit people, what are you looking for in a person? Like you need somebody who's patient, obviously, you know, that kind of thing. What do you, what do you look for? 
Um, well, we need to, there needs to be a spark, you know, somebody who's willing to ask questions and has, you know, a bigger personality has, you know, the ability, basically almost a salesperson, if you really want to kind of simplify it, uh, somebody who could sell water to the ocean, you know, just that personality that everybody wants to talk to, everybody wants to get to know, and just sounds like they've got something to offer. What I'm not really concerned about is experience though, but I don't care if you've ever collected money. I don't care if you've ever had a credit card. That's not what I want. I want somebody with a big personality who's willing to take on a challenge and ask for more. And Greg, in your situation where you're trying to make sure that uh, everybody is developing at a nice pace, what do, what do you look for? Uh, for me, patience is one of the most important skills that somebody can have. Uh, you have to be able to deal with people that are uh, going to be emotionally uh, frustrated. Uh, they might be unsure of what to do. They might be hostile. Uh, so you have to have patience. You have to be, have very strong listening skills and empathy. Uh, you have to be goal-oriented because this is a, a production uh, position where you're responsible for achieving targets and uh, meeting goals. Uh, and you have to be committed. You have to make sure that you're giving it your all. When the moment you walk in the door until the end of the day, you have to make sure that uh, you're going to give it your all. And uh, you have to be able to handle pressure and a fast pace uh, because the phones are going all day long. Uh, you have to be prepared for um, lots of contact throughout the day. And um, for me, listening is probably one of the, the most important things. You have to be able to listen without interruption and uh, really hear what the person's going through so that you can find a strategy to help them see it to a conclusion. Guys, from the inside out, let's talk briefly about the fact that everybody I've talked to at MedCredit says some things that are very common. And one of the ones that always seems to stand out for me is talking about how everybody seems to be able to have direct input and they're actually heard by the leadership team. Greg, we'll start with you on that one. I'm guessing you find it that way too? 100%. Uh, I know in my own experience when dealing with Brian, if there was something that I'd learned throughout the day that I thought would uh, be a good contribution for the rest of the team, I would share it with him. His door was always open, and uh, I would share with him what I'd experienced, and he'd always be receptive. If anything made sense from his point of view, he would incorporate it uh, for the rest of the company. Um, with this business, you're learning something new every day. So uh, my door is always open for feedback from the staff. Uh, if we have a policy, it's not written in stone. Okay, we're always open to hearing uh, anything that might um, might be different that could work out better in the long run. Uh, with the pandemic, we've had to adjust significantly to the change in technology and uh, making sure that we're able to uh, connect with people uh, through different means like texting and email and uh, making sure that we're still uh, successful in uh, creating that connection with them. And Quinn, and we have to know that we're listening. The single biggest cause of bad debt write-offs is procrastination. With every day you wait, the chances of ever getting paid go down. At MetCredit, we get it. We collect business receivables fast. And if we don't succeed, you don't pay. Go to MetCredit.com and stop waiting for money you deserve. MetCredit, we get it. And Quinn, that, that, that openness has got to be really exciting for somebody who's working there because you know that if you notice something and you bring it up, 
they're not just going to blow it off. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, all of my opinions and ideas are heard and uh, they're looked at with, you know, open eyes. And as long as I, you know, I can justify why I can see a benefit to making a certain change or an innovation. Um, it's always, we always look at it. We at least try it out. And if it fails, it fails. If it, if it succeeds, then we continue with it and we implement it across the board. But I feel uh, really lucky that I'm in an industry or like at, at least at a company that really appreciates my input and what I can bring to the table. Guys, with that team atmosphere, how much easier does it make it, especially when that word gets out on the street, that it's a great place to work at? And Greg, we'll start with you on this one. When people find out that there's a great team feel in the building and that everybody's being heard and there's good communication, it's got to make it easier to not only attract people to the company, but to keep them. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, when when you're connecting with people and you, you're building a family uh, of coworkers, uh, you build those relationships and you keep them. I mean, I, I hired Quinn 10 years ago, and she and I talk on a regular basis every day. Uh, she'll give me feedback on the interviews she's done, some of her successes with her team. And it just, it, for me, it feels good to get that feedback and know that she's uh, going on that same path that I did that made me successful 20 years ago. Yeah, I'm seeing a mirror image of some of the things that worked for me. And for me, the pride that I get from the feedback from the, the other staff that came after me is, is one of the most rewarding aspects of this position. So, Quinn, you just heard that big smile on your face. It's got to make you feel good. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, you know, it's, that's all I really want is to make the people that made me successful proud and show them that I can do the same thing. And I can continue, basically, take that torch and continue on. The other thing, too, is, you know, sometimes people jump into positions and they don't see it as being a great career move but they just kind of step in because they think it's a good thing to step into right now. In your situations, you kind of came in maybe just a little leery, it sounds like, but then all of a sudden you got in there and you recognize, wow, this is, this has really been a positive move for me. Greg, that sounds like that's how it was for you getting started coming right out of Nate. I didn't even have a credit card before starting this position. And thankfully I did not, because if I had, I probably would have made a lot of mistakes. Everything that uh, I feel has made me successful, I believe, is uh, strongly attributed to MetCredit. Uh, I learned what not to do uh, with your finances. I learned how to negotiate, how to uh, create better relationships with people. Uh, the skills that you learn in this business, they transfer to uh, everything outside of work as well, and they're easily um, easily transferable. I, I, when I go to the bank. I take a lot of the skills that I've learned uh, from what I do here and, and I get the best best mortgage rate. Uh, if I'm in a sales situation buying a car, I know how to uh, position myself where, where I communicate what I'm, what I'm looking for and, and how I'm going to get the best deal. Um, there's, there's just so many skills you learn in this business that uh, transfer outside of work. Okay, well, we've obviously looked at your past. So let's look at what's coming up in the future here. And Quinn, we'll start with you. Where do you see your career progression going with MedCredit? Because it just seems like every day there's a new adventure and it's exciting. I have so many options with regards to my career pro progression here that the sky is the limit. You know, there's 
I could work into an operations manager role. That's really what I am mostly working towards because right now I am a collection manager. So I want to work my way up towards say an operational manager role where I'm sort of running the behind the scene things and I'm dealing more with the clients directly. Um, and of course with that, I have to develop a really strong team so that I can bring, uh, I can develop somebody to take over my role. And, you know, just continue on that way. And who knows, like, really the sky's the limit was where I can get with this company. I don't feel like there's any ceiling on where I can go. And Greg, your situation is probably similar. However, you're in a different position. So is, is there a similarity? Is there a wild difference on where you're going to go with your career inside the company? Uh, for me, I've achieved a lot of the goals that I set out for myself over the years. Uh, for, for me, beyond uh, maybe an early retirement, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do want to. I do want to make sure that the company is left in good hands. I want to make sure that uh, we have a core group of people that are able to carry on the legacy that uh, Brian has established, and um, make sure that the, the company is healthy. And um, as far as if it's maybe involving ownership or something in the company, that might be a future plan. Uh, right now, I, I typically take things day by day. I, I haven't set a lot of long-term goals for myself. I'm more concerned about the, the staff that work for us. I'm more concerned in the development of our managers and um, superstars to be. When I'm listening to phone calls, I can often hear that. You may not be able to see the person face-to-face, -face, but you can hear when you're listening, when that moment is. Uh, once a collector makes the connection with the person on the other end of the phone, uh, you can tell that something that has been communicated has uh, really um, taken effect. And uh, that's that spark of motivation that we want to create with the person we're talking to so that uh, they're taking charge of their situation and they're motivated to deal with it. We point them in the right direction, but it's up to them to uh, take it the rest of the way and help themselves. You guys have been with the company for quite some time here, so obviously it's worth staying. But let's talk about the, the high percentage of people who do stay with the company. Why exactly is that? Can you Do you think you can pinpoint one or two things, one or two reasons why everybody just, when they get there, just love it? Let's start with you, Greg. You either love the business or you don't. Yeah. One or the other. There's no in between. Uh, this is a business where... Uh, it has a lot of challenges and you either take on those challenges head on and you learn from it and you grow and you love the job or it's not for you. And the management team that we have working for us, uh, many of them have been in the business for over 10 years. Uh, myself being 20 years plus, I'm right about the, uh, the upper scale of the, the uh, managers that we have here as far as the length of time they've worked for us. But um, yeah, you, you love the business and you love the people. Quinn, what about you? How do you see it? Well, um, I think most of the people that really take to the job and, uh, you know, end up becoming long-term employees are uh, people that, first of all, are motivated by money. That's a huge motivator for us. you got to love money. Know what they want to do with their future. They have a motivation. It's people with motivation to do something with their lives and see that they can make that happen here without having taken on student loans and all that other stuff, um, those are the ones that really work out. People that have accountability and really genuinely know how to work individually and as part of a team. You see that on a resume a lot, but that's not as common as you would think. Those are the people that really in the long term um, stick, stick it out with the company. I was gonna say during um, 
during interviews, you can really see that when you sit down and talk to somebody, uh, you touch on what their future plans are. And if they've set themselves some specific goals, then those are the candidates that I'm really interested in bringing aboard because that aligns with what we're looking for. Um, personal goals, uh, career goals, uh, those people, they usually adapt really well to uh, this industry. Uh, you have to um, be forward thinking to be successful in collections. What's the one thing, if somebody walks in and says, I would like to give this a try, what is the one personal trait or the characteristic that you look for right off the top? First thing I'm looking for is a positive attitude. Okay. If they are positive, then I can work with that person. And it's easy to detect. To detect. When that person has the right attitude, uh, then I can work with them, and they're going to be much more open to things that are going to be new for them. Uh, training somebody that uh, is receptive to feedback and criticism uh, is key. So when, when I'm interviewing with a person, it only takes me 30 seconds to determine if that person has the attitude that they need to be successful in collections. And that attitude has to come through on the calls that they are going to be performing as well. If you're going to be um, sounding negative talking to somebody that owes money, you're not going to motivate them to uh, deal with their account. You have to almost be a success coach uh, when you're on the phones. So that positive outlook is what I'm looking for when I meet somebody for the first time. Quinn, what about you? Same sort of thing? Same sort of thing and just a hunger, a hunger to be challenged, a hunger to learn and knowing that, you know, there's never an end to what you can learn. That's really, you know, people that really understand that and don't kind of give themselves this limit on what they can learn. Both of you, can I, can I say the word fun and can we apply it to what you do? Because if you weren't having fun every day, you wouldn't be doing it, right? If I wasn't having fun... I would not have lasted a month. Oh yeah, same. It's it's all about having fun every day. I am absolutely a goofball on and off the floor. It's, you know, it's what we're dealing with is that these the people that we're reaching out to aren't exactly going through uh, the high points of their lives. Sure. So it's it can be very draining because we're listening to. Uh, we're helping people get through some really hard periods of their lives. So in order to kind of balance things out we have to have a lot of fun when we're off the phones and we have to be joking and laughing around because that that's what keeps us sane really do you think we kind of summed everything up on recruitment are there any little final points you want to make anybody the collections industry is not the negative stereotype that a lot of people think it is there's a lot of misinformation online about what the industry is all about the types of people that work in the industry uh, myself i definitely know that i would not have stayed in the industry if it uh, was a negative experience for me. Uh, it's been overwhelmingly positive. Uh, I feel extremely grateful for all of the things that the company and Brian Summerfeld have done for me. And I want to keep that going. I want to keep learning and growing. And for people that are uh, on the fence about deciding whether or not to give uh, MedCredit a try, give it a shot. You'd be surprised how much you can learn and how much growth and how much fun you can have in this business. Quinn, final word? Well, for anybody who's on the fence about whether or not this is something that they want to do, uh, I just want them to know that what we're in the business of doing is helping people, and that's really what, that's that's all we do. We're just trying to help people day in and day out, and we're teaching each other all the time, and it's an amazing environment if you're willing to take on the challenge, and I think it's worth it 
to anybody who has any desire to be challenged. Well, that's it for today's episode of Overdue Advice. A big thank you to Quinn Yule and Greg Hunka of MedCredit for their insight on today's podcast. Hey, it's easy to find us online. MedCredit is on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter at MedCredit. You can also check out Brian Sommerfeld's blog. That's easy to find too. It's blog.medcredit.com. And don't forget the website also includes numerous helpful tools and calculators to assess your business debt risk. And we also want to hear from you. So subscribe, like, or leave us a review on this or any of our podcasts. And make sure you share this podcast with your friends or business associates. You can drop us a line at overdueadvice at metcredit.com. Overdue Advice, the podcast about cash flow strategies to grow your business. I'm Bryn Griffiths. You run a business, you're successful. You don't wait for things to happen. You make them happen. So why aren't you collecting what's owed to you? The longer you wait, the less chance you'll ever see a cent. <laughs> so call Met Credit. We're your local debt recovery team, serving businesses of all sizes since 1973. And don't worry, we play nice. We're here to uphold your reputation and relationships. And speaking of nice, if we don't collect, you don't pay. Zero risk. Get to know us for when you need us at metcredit.com.